When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Pete McCall, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the All About Fitness Podcast. On this episode, it's going to be a quick fit tip where, hey, new year, 2022. You know what? It always amazes me. I had this conversation not long ago. People, I was at an event, you know, it's holiday season, and somebody I'm talking to, if you're a fitness professional, anytime you're at a party and you tell somebody what you do for a living, you get their exercise confessional. So I was at this party during Christmas season and somebody was sitting there saying, telling me, she was saying, you know what, I'd love to exercise. I've just gotten busy. I'll start over again on January 1. Why? I, I know that every year, January, why wait till a certain date? Why wait till Monday? Why wait until the 1st? If you get off your habits a little bit, if you get outside your regular schedule, start today. What can you do today? Why, why do we do this? Why do we say, I, you know, I'm not doing this healthy, I'm not doing that healthy, but starting on this date, the 10th, the 12th, the 1st, whatever it is, starting today, I'm going to be different. Why, why is it so arbitrary? Why can't we just work our habits every day? And are there going to be days when life takes over and you aren't able to practice your habits. Absolutely. But rather than let one day compile onto the next, onto the next, if you get a couple days, you have to travel, you get sick, a family member gets sick, don't let one day compile onto the next. Don't let it become exponential. And the next thing you know, you look back and, man, it's been two or three weeks or two or three months since I've worked out. Do your best every day. That's why I don't make such a big deal about the beginning of the year. I really don't. I'm doing this podcast a little bit late in January on purpose because I know there's so much other information out there about the first of the year and about what we're to do. And, and so what I'm going to do for this podcast today, it's a quick fit tip. I just want to give you a little bit of context about what's happening. I'm still getting into the workflow with doing the podcast with a new job. Just so you know, podcasts are be coming out. I'm trying to get three or four new episodes out a month. Quick fit tips might not be as regular just because of scheduling, but for today, I'm going to cover 12 fitness trends for 2022. Now, this is a blog I wrote for the American Council on Exercise. If you want to read the blog in its form or see see, uh, see predictions I made for other years, there'll be a link down below in the show notes, but I've been doing the trends blog for ACE now for about a decade, trying to look into the future of what trends are going to be in the following years. So... Let's get started. 12 fitness trends for 2022. The end of each calendar year presents the opportunity for a fun thought experiment, predicting what the future of fitness holds, specifically making educated guesses about the various ways that we might be sweating differently in the coming year. Every time the calendar transitions from one year to the next, there is a stream of predictions that attempt to identify the changes that we'll see in gyms and studios. But the reality is, and this is the truth, the reality is 
let me just move my place here. But the reality is that when it comes to getting results from exercise, there's not much new to report. The same exercise strategies and techniques that worked in 2020 and 2019 and 2018 and 20. The point is, the same techniques and strategies that have been consistent up till now are still going to work. Or they, they, they worked up to now, they're still going to work. What we want to do, the important thing, is being consistent with exercise most days of the week. That's why if you get off your schedule for a day or two, I don't want you to say, well, I'll get started then. Get started today. Go for a walk today. Get down the floor and do a 30-second plank today. Stand up and do 15 bodyweight squats today if you don't do anything else. Because here's what thing. Being consistent with exercise most days of the week, using enough intensity to cause momentary fatigue, using healthy nutrition, and allowing enough time for suitable rest between hard workouts are the essential ingredients that determine the outcome from any workout program. That doesn't change from year to year. The principles of exercise program design include specificity, which describes how muscles adapt to the ways they are used during exercise, progressive overload, the need to challenge muscles to work harder so they become capable of generating higher levels of force and more efficient at, at producing energy for physical activity, and variability, a period of consistency is necessary for adaptations to occur, but once muscles and physiology have adjusted to a particular workload, they must be challenged differently for ongoing, for ongoing adaptation. So those are three principles. I'm going to review those real quick. Specificity, progressive overload, and variability. Those are three principles that we need in our exercise programs. These principles will continue to influence the fitness trends that are going to be popular this year or any other year. The products and programs that correctly apply specificity, progressive overload, and variability have the chance of becoming a trend. Now, the following list, the list below that you're about to hear of the trends for 2022, is not exhaustive, meaning it's not going to be every single trend, and I'm probably going to miss one or two. More than likely, I will miss one or two. But the following list is compiled from colleagues and individuals who, who do work in a variety of different capacities in the fitness industry, from equipment companies to health clubs to certification organizations. So this is a look at, at the ways we might be sweating in 2022 and beyond. Number one, first, commercial fitness facilities all over the world will experience a resurgence in popularity. As pandemic-related restrictions lim limited access to commercial facilities, Fitness enthusiasts adopted by creating garage gyms and signing up for both live and on-demand streaming workouts in order to exercise at home. Sweating at home can definitely provide health benefits. However, being at a facility, whether taking a class in a studio or lifting a barbell on a weight floor, is a completely different experience. As a result, individuals who are diehard exercise adherents have already returned to their favorite sweat factories, while those individuals who use the opportunity of the pandemic to start a workout program at home might join a facility in order to have more variety and take instructors from from live or take workouts from live instructors as opposed to those in a virtual setting. So the first bullet point, the first trend that we're going to see in 2022 is we are going to see health clubs experience a resurgence. I think people are looking forward to getting back to the live fitness experience. The second trend is now is the explosive growth of in-home virtual programming combined with the return to live facilities means that financiers, specifically the venture capital and private equity organizations that provide the funding to help businesses grow, 
continue to see viable, lucrative investment opportunities in the fitness industry. Keep in mind that the monthly health club membership fee is a subscription model, is a business model of subscriptions that can be applied to apps and online streaming services. As a result, in 2022, there will be more capital looking for ways to invest in fitness. At the end of the tumultuous year of 2020, Peloton surprised the industry by purchasing equipment company Precore. Beachbody, the, the company that brought us P90X, Insanity, and a number of other ways to get sweaty, used a special purpose acquisition company to become a publicly traded company in 2021, so you can now invest in Beachbody. Investment bank Credit Suisse is now tracking the wellness sector as a component of consumer spending. And finally, McKinsey, one of the largest management consulting firms, identifies that the overall wellness market is now the more than $1 trillion in value, which means there'll be plenty of financial opportunities for the fitness industry. What this all means, what bullet point number two means, is that when capital, when private equity sees opportunities in fitness, they invest in it because they know there's a long-term return. Now, what's that mean? That means that different businesses are going to be started this year. Certain businesses are going to get an increase in financing. Certain businesses will start and get financed because finance sees viability and sees long-term growth and, most importantly, profits in fitness. So keep an eye out for you're going to see the way things change is going to be because of capital and equity coming in. Number three. Fitness facilities will become a new form of community center and a real-life hub for social networking because many businesses have shifted to remote work. So the result is going to be that the daily trip to the gym or studio is much more than an opportunity to improve our health or relieve stress. The daily trip to the gym or studio means getting out of your house, getting away from your workplace, getting away from your child care facility, getting away from your spouse, significant other, and going somewhere for a real, live, positive, in-person, three-dimensional interaction. So I really think that's another thing why I'm bullish on health clubs is I think people go there for the social component. Number four, fitness industry trends for 2022. Throughout the entire 50-plus year history of the fitness industry, exercise enthusiasts have been interested in improving both muscle size and definition. That's not new. It will most likely continue to be a trend. However, what is different is using various techniques that can enhance muscle growth without having to use heavy weights. You heard me do a couple episodes this year on blood flow restriction. Also, E-STEM. I haven't done any episodes on that, but I've interviewed uh, two different doctors um, on blood, Dr. Jim Strait Gunderson and uh, the second doctor, Dr. Jeremy uh, Lenicky. Dr. Dr. Lenicky is a researcher. Dr. Strait Gunderson is a medical doctor. They are both big proponents of blood flow restriction. I'll try to have a link down below in the show notes back to one of those, but that can be a way to stimulate muscle growth. One of the newest trends in fitness studios are using facilities dedicated specifically to the use of e-stim. I haven't done any stories on that, but e-stim can be a way to make to help your muscles grow. So looking ahead to the into 2022, I think we'll see more of an adaptation or more adopting of both blood flow restriction and e-stim as mainstream techniques to support muscle growth. Number five, exercise is the process of applying physical stress to the body. It's the time after you work out when your muscles change and make the desired adaptations, which explains why group fitness instructors Adina Muncy, Courtney Mitchell, and Karen Salenzi all feel that recovery will continue to grow in popularity. Now, side note, sometimes when I do a blog like this, I make a post on my Facebook page. 
I asked friends, colleagues, what do they think is going to be are going to be trendy? And so this is one of the responses I got from from some colleagues. Number one, these instructors feel that many places will have specific recovery zones where members can access specific equipment, including mobility sticks, foam rollers, and percussion guns to reduce muscle tightness. Fitness consumers have learned that what they do after exercise can promote the desired outcomes from the workout. As a result, many facilities are creating the recovery centers and offering them as value-added service in an effort to increase membership revenue. My company, EOS Fitness, is doing this. We are adding in a number of our facilities. We're adding in specific recovery rooms that make all these techniques available. And for an extra $10 a month to your membership, you can use Normatech cuffs. You can use massage beds. You can use percussion guns because we know the science suggests that that's the way to get it at adaptation. So not only is EOS going to do it, but you will see other health club companies doing that as well. Number six, on that note, fitness trackers and wearable technology will continue to grow in popularity, but over the course of 2022, will play a much greater role in monitoring overall health throughout our non-workout activities, such as sleep hygiene, oxygen saturation of blood, and overall stress. As Maryland-based personal trainer Rachel Pozell observed, many fitness enthusiasts will be using their trackers and wearable technology more outside of the gym than in it. And I agree. Now, first of all, Rachel's an old colleague, and some, some of these people are from my time in D.C. and Maryland, so that's where there may be some commonality there. But Rachel's an old colleague, and I agree 100%. Now, with Apple Watch being able to look at, like, for example, Apple Watch can look at blood, um, can look at heart rate variability. It can look at oxygen saturation. We are seeing changes. This, this is going to help people understand their overall health status, not just understand their heart rate while they're working out, but look at their overall health status. And I really think that's going to be one of the changes is much more of a wider spread adaptation of the trackers and how we use that data. Number seven, trends for 2022. Because breath work can help improve the efficiency of the parasympathetic nervous system, and parasympathetic is your rest and digest, it's essential for post-workout recovery. And unilateral exercise can help improve balance, coordination, and movement efficiency, all of which are effective for corrective exercise programs. Rafael Tokic, a personal trainer based in Northern Virginia, believed that these methods will continue to grow in popularity as mainstream exercise techniques because more personal trainers will learn how to use them to help clients get results. I didn't do a great job of writing that, so let me, let me clarify that a little bit. I mentioned two things in there. Breath work. Breath work is learning how to control your breathing and using your respiratory muscles like the diaphragm to control your breathing and work on bringing more oxygen into the body and removing CO2. So breath work is one thing. Unilateral training, one arm, one leg at a time, is another thing. And in this, in this so I think, and Raphael mentioned both, and that's why I'm mentioning both in this one tag, but I think as personal trainers learn more about breath work and learn more about the benefits of unilateral training, you'll see them integrated into mainstream exercise programs. I really think we're starting to see that and we'll definitely see that a lot more. So if you haven't been doing unilateral exercises, one leg, one arm at a time yet, you will be soon. And if you haven't been focused on breath work yet, either as a part of meditation or part of a cool down, I think you will be seeing breath work added into your program in the, in the coming year. Number eight, in response to social distancing guidelines and to reduce the risk of spreading any disease among members, Fitness facilities have removed some equipment to create more space for movement. 
Is this space that UK-based personal trainer Ian Daniel suggests will become a new trend as facility members use the extra real estate for bodyweight strength training and other exercise-related activities that require freedom for unrestricted movement? Now, this has been a trend going on for years, and that's creating more space in the gym. You probably belong to a gym that has field turf or has the, the fake grass and it has space to move, or they've taken out space. Part of that is for social distancing, but part of that is because personal trainers want the space for their clients to move. Either way, I think one of, the, one of the great things about the gym environment that we're starting to see is more space for natural movement, not just loading in more machines, but giving people the opportunity to move and move their bodies in different directions. Let's go to bullet point number nine. The lingering presence of the pandemic combined with any subsequent mutations of the COVID virus, Omicron, means that group fitness classes like bar, yoga, and dumbbell strength training will remain popular formats for live workouts because they allow participants to maintain an appropriate amount of space between one another in a studio, according to Trisha Murphy-Madden, the 2020 Idea Fitness Leader of the Year. For those of you that know, Trisha's a good friend. She's been a co-hostess a couple times on the podcast, but I agree with her 100%. As we get back to working out in live studios, it's going to be those little bit less intense programs like bar, like yoga, like dumbbell strength training of where you don't need to move around a lot, you're not breathing excessively heavy, and you can stay in your own space. I, I do think that as people come back in the studios, it's going to be the low to moderate intensity exercise, not the high intensity exercise that really is the most popular. Number 10, all exercise participants want the same thing, results, which explains why high intensity exercise specifically high-intensity interval training and high-intensity weightlifting, will remain popular because they are the most time-efficient way for burning calories and achieving muscle growth. That is those results that most fitness people want, that most enthusiasts seek. But 2022 and beyond, high-intensity workouts doesn't just mean working to the point of almost passing out. Instead, the workouts will use technology, like the trackers mentioned earlier, and power meters, a lot of bikes and equipment now have power meters on them, to monitor specific workout output, like wattage, like calories, because that's really where we can see the improvement. So now that we're gonna use high-intensity exercise, we're still gonna use high-intensity exercise, but we're gonna be a little bit more specific. We're gonna monitor the intensity. We know, know the wattage. We're gonna know the heart rate variability from it. That's gonna be the cool thing. Number 11, meditation, mindfulness. I kind of already referred to this with breathing, but the fact is between the pandemic, working from home, what's happening with the economy, or, or many other stressors in modern life, we are all feeling overwhelmed. I don't know about you, but I, I feel somewhat overwhelmed. Help, meditation, breath work can help reduce stress. So if you haven't been looking at ways to add meditation into your program, now might be the time because meditation can help reduce those stress levels and meditation could support your efforts in the gym. So finally, the last bullet point, number 12, 12 trends to look out for in 2022 and beyond. From roller skating to playing golf to cycling to camping, when fitness facilities closed in 2020, the pandemic gave many exercise enthusiasts the opportunity to rediscover, discover new things to do outside. And we've seen a resurgence in many of these popular pastimes. In fact, my brother, my, I have a little brother, I don't talk about him much, he works in the tech industry, but my little brother actually just opened a skate shop, a roller skate shop down in New Zealand. He lives down in Wellington, New Zealand, and skating is such a trend down there, and it, it can be hard to get parts down there. 
Um, anyway, my brother bought one of those plastic printers and is now making his own roller skate parts and selling because roller skating is that popular down in New Zealand. But the point is that no matter what your favorite activity is, a lot of us are looking to get outside and be active. We just want to, I don't know about you, if you follow me on All About Fitness Podcasts on Instagram, you certainly know that I enjoy hiking and mountain biking. And the way I look at it is exercise in the gym allows me to do what I want to do outside of the gym. And I think a lot of us are going to be doing that in the coming time is we're going to be using our gym time so we can get in shape for having fun outside the gym. So there we go. It's not possible to tell which one of these trends will become the most popular because all the, the reality is that, that in order for a trend that might have the greatest influence, the trend that might make, make the biggest difference in the way we sweat probably isn't on this list. You know, I, I talk to, to friends, to vendors, to suppliers, to people that work in different aspects of the industry to try to get ideas, but we don't know what's going to come down the pike. But taking the time to try to identify which trends could become popular provides you, the listener, my listener, with the information to, to help you plan a successful year. Because good fitness doesn't just happen. You have to plan for it. I plan to be active most days of the week. I plan to, to exercise most days of the week. And I want to give you the information to do the same thing. So if you feel comfortable that you can do all this, then you're going to have a great 2022. And no matter what, keep coming back to All About Fitness. Yes, I'm starting a new job. Yes, I'm creating a new workflow. But I am still going to be here for you trying to provide the information that you need to stay fit. Not only in 2022, but well into the future. Hey, if you want to learn more about, about fitness and how to use exercise to enhance your quality of life, go to PeteMcCallFitness.com. That's PeteMcCallFitness.com. Sign up for my mailing list. You'll get one or two emails a month telling you how to use fitness to get what you want out of life. You can pick up a copy of my books, Ages Intensity. Ages Intensity teaches you how to use high-intensity exercise to slow down aging. My first book, Smarter Workouts, teaches you how to design workout programs that will work for you and your needs. And as always, keep coming back. And thank you for stopping by. I certainly look forward to having you join me for future episodes of All About Fitness.